This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hany Balkis, with Omnial Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Sunday, <laughs> September the 5th. Man, it's already the 5th of September. I feel like September is flying by in comparison to how slow August was. You know the song, Omnia, Wake Me Up When September <laughs> Ends. I do believe I have to sleep maybe twice. And we're already going to be throughout that month. Yes, indeed. Coming up on today's show, we have lots to share with you about what's happening in outer space. Because the UAE's mission to the moon is definitely progressing. And we have got details and updates on where the, ro- the rover, the Russia rover, will be landing on the moon now the fight for spot number one well let me tell you china's <laughs> xiaomi has overtook it with apple i mean they're trying to grab second spot in the global smartphone industry so i do believe samsung hits number one and then after that it is apple but now china's xiaomi is trying to overtake it or has already overtook apple to grab that second spot. I feel like this is sad news for Apple, especially after all the criticism that they've been getting recently and their newest launch is coming up in just a few days. Nine days. Yeah, nine days to go. So maybe they can just get that spot back. Who knows? In the world of apps, lots is happening as well. And today we have lots of updates regarding WhatsApp. First off, congratulations to anyone who is thinking of changing from an iPhone to an Android or from an Android to an iPhone. Now you can easily transfer all of your chat back up and we will tell you exactly how. But there's something else going on with WhatsApp. Yes, indeed, because now the backup chats from iPhone to Samsung are finally out, believe it or not. And we're also talking about Amazon and how they're planning to roll out its own TV in the U.S., this October. Yes, indeed. Coming up in the world of apps, we're also going to be talking all about Twitter and how they're actually kind of teasing some new privacy tools that will give every person more control over their followers. Yes, we got a lot in store for you guys. It is Sunday fun day. (laughs) And why not just pull the trigger and have some fun? Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup about everything that is happening in the tech world on Earth and also in outer space. We've got an update about our beloved Russia rover that is going to be heading to the moon or it's already on its way to the moon. Um, Because now we've got details on where this rover is going to be landing. And I'm so excited to finally say that the UAE has got one more accomplishment on its list by heading to the moon. Yes. Now we're also talking about how three more backup landing locations have also been identified. Now, we do know that there's a primary landing site that has already been chosen for the Emirates Lunar Mission. And, you know, the Mohammed Rashid Space Center did reveal that just yesterday. And the UAE Space Agency did relieve, reveal that the Rashid rover, which, by the way, is the first Arab mission to the moon, mm-hmm. would land at Lacusamonarium. All right. And it's, it's a huge word, but <laughs> they also call it the Lake of Dreams, which is an area that has yet to be unexplored 
on the moon. Yes, indeed. And for those of you who are wondering, when is this rover going to be heading to the moon? We're looking at 2022 to be that golden year for it. But lots is happening in preparation for its launch. Because as you've mentioned, Tani, the landing site has already been determined, which is going to be the Lake of Dreams. It's a short name for or a nickname of the area in uh, Japanese. But they've also been creating different backups for what if it does not land on that specific location. Now, this landing spot is actually located on the northeastern side of the moon. And this location is actually characterized by its unique composition because it's formed by flows of lava, which kind of gives it a reddish blue or a reddish hue more specifically. So it's, it's a, it has a very red tint. But the selection process for where it's going to land was actually done in co- collaboration and coordination with multiple personalities, multiple members from iSpace, but also members from the mm-hmm. science team of the Emirates Lunar Mission, which we know they've been working so hard ever since the Hope Probe launch and now with the Russia Drover that is hopefully going to be launched pretty soon. Yes, now we do know that the Emirates Lunar Mission is just one of the initiatives that are under the Mars 2017 20, program, mm-hmm. which does aim to build a human colony on Mars. Now we have already, you know, did it with the Hope Probe Mars mission. And now we're looking at, you know, the moon being kind of a pit stop or a rest area before whoever can be traveling to to Mars does, you know, kind of the relax on the moon a little bit, get everything ready and prepared and then lift off. That is the plan the next 60 years or 50 years or even 90 years. Who knows? But I'm really excited to see. And again, this is the first Arab mission to the moon. Very proud, you know. We're looking at the UAE again, hitting milestones, hitting road marks, and just showing that anything is possible. And, you know, it's an accomplishment not only for the UAE, but for the Arab and Muslim world. And I love the fact that this rover will be exploring parts of the moon that have never been explored before. You know, typically we'd see different countries, one of them being China or Russia, they would send out different rovers, let's say to Mars, to, you know, different interplanetary uh, objects or the International Space Station, but there wouldn't be anything new in that exploration system, you know? With this one, though, the Russia Drover is aiming to basically explore areas that have not been reached yet in previous exploration missions, and they want to build basically like a knowledge base, scientific uh, bases and databases that can be accessed by pretty much anyone and everyone all around the globe for free. Yes, let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215, do it or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. We're taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking about the battle for second place (laughs) and how Apple may have already lost the war. You're listening to Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Naturally, you know, people and companies always fight for the number one spot. (laughs) And, you know, the number one spot is always the goal. You always want to be in first place. But uh, in this kind of field of scenery, we're talking about how Xiaomi and Apple are fighting for second spot. Because we do know that Samsung beats everyone in the global smartphone industry. Now, the company, which is based in Beijing, have sold more than 51 million smartphones in the second quarter of 2021. And we're talking about Xiaomi. Now, China's Xiaomi has overtaken iPhone maker Apple to become the world's second 
biggest smartphone manufacturer. Now, I must say, you know, Xiaomi devices do have a very good reputation for basically offering you a great quality, great phone for your money, for every buck that you're going to be spending. At, at a much, Zoom. Yeah. That, you remember the, the video that got yeah, so yeah, popular yeah. all over social media? It was a Xiaomi phone, and you can basically zoom, I think, up to 60 times on someone to the point where you can even see what they're doing on their phones. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, you don't have to explain how good they are and how many features they offer for a much lower price point than what you would get typically with Apple. However, I must say I was a little disappointed. I did not think Apple would lose its second place because mm-hmm. that basically, you know, imagine Apple in third place, mm-hmm. if even it's in third place. But you know, Omnia, we have to give credit where credit is due. And I'll tell you why. So basically this, you know, this graph or this leaderboard shows yeah. how many phones have been sold over the course of X period. Mm-hmm. Right? But we have to put something into perspective. How many phones does Xiaomi have? Mm-hmm. A lot. How many phones does Samsung have? A, A lot. lot. <laughs> how many phones does iPhone have? One A flagship couple. phone. True. Three or four. iPhone Pro iPhone, let's say for now, iPhone yeah. 12 iPhone 12 Pro, iPhone 12 Pro Max, etc. So and the many at, that they even removed from the market. So we're talking about a good four phones going against 15 or 20 phones because True. we do know that Samsung likes to have a lot of models. And, you know, iPhones, again, Omni and I have said it again and again, it is that premium type. You know, iPhones are quite expensive mm. in comparison with its competitors. Now, Xiaomi have sold more than 51 million smartphones just in the second quarter, which is more than 22.7 million more phones than just a year earlier. And, you know, its market share did even surge to 15.5% in three months to June 30th, up from just 9.5% in the same period last year. So we're looking at a lot of market growth for Xiaomi. And they're even, uh, they even did register 80.5% growth in smartphone sales owing to a stronger online presence and even a faster expansion in the global market. Now, first of all, we like to say congratulations to Xiaomi. <laughs> but in my, in my, yeah. in my you know, humble opinion, mm-hmm. when it com- numbers don't lie, obviously. Yeah, of course. But when we compare it to how many phones each competitor has iPhone has the lowest amount. True. iPhone, again, we, they only have maybe four, four, four versus phones. maybe 40 that Xiaomi has. Exactly. Let's say, for example, Samsung, which is the number yeah. one spot. We have like A50, A20, A30, and then we have the, the, the flagship. The S line, the A line, yeah, yeah, you the, name it. So many lines. So many. So, I mean, for iPhone to be at that second place, that is, or Apple to be in that second place, yeah. that is really good. Absolutely. And especially when you when we talk about Xiaomi and Samsung, what they, t- what they try to do is... They offer something for everyone. So they try to fit every person's budget, which is it's a great way to go about selling smartphones and making the most out of the market share. But at the same time, it will have to cause Apple some loss at the same time. Now, I'm I'm a bit hopeful because I'm, you know, their new launch is coming up in just a few days and they may just have a chance to win back their spot, maybe. Yeah. And they should be counting my purchase, which will be on <laughs> when the iPhone 13 does come out. I have because- no doubt. Again, I mean, you know, Omnia, when I was this over this weekend, right? My yeah. friend saw me have the iPhone 12 Pro Max and he was mm. like, hey, honey, are you going to get your hands on the iPhone 13? Of and, course. you know, I'm like, yes, I will. And he's like, you know what? I didn't expect you not to. Mm. So, you know, it was kind of more like a given and, you know, what I'm I feel well like known for. Even the phones or the models of iPhone that you said you wouldn't get, you ended up getting. Yeah, I ended up, I ended up <laughs> getting them. And again, iPhone 13, I do believe it will be very promising. And, you know, we I'm will hoping be- 
it's not as expensive. I feel like maybe, maybe they'll learn mm -hmm. their lesson. Who But knows? I mean, most of the time they do have that flagship price. Yeah. I don't think it will be as expensive. It mm -hmm. probably will be, you know, the same price range as they do want to keep that status quo of the premium, you know, wear or premium line. But again, I think I will be getting the iPhone 13 Pro, hopefully, inshallah, Pro Max. I'm still debating whether or not I want the big one or the small one. But let us know your guys' thoughts, 4215, do it slots, or on our Instagram app, Pulse95Radio. But we're not done talking about smartphones just yet because we have... We've got a lot to talk about when it comes to WhatsApp because they're going to stop offering their service on certain smartphones. Is your phone one of them? you got to stay tuned to find out more about it. A couple of smartphone models may just lose their WhatsApp capabilities. And the reason why I say WhatsApp capabilities is because if anyone is living right here in the UAE, you can't necessarily communicate without WhatsApp. So for your smartphone to not have WhatsApp starting November, that's something pretty worrisome. And we've got the list of who is going to be a part of this. Yeah, we're talking about 43 smartphone models that in November will no longer work. And you know, WhatsApp has become basically a very important, you know, lifeline when it True. does come to instant messaging and a lot of other things. You know, in the US and, you know, around Europe and in the Western culture, it's more of an iMessage yeah. type of thing. They like to use SMSs or texting. For us right here in the UAE and other parts of the world, we like to use WhatsApp. And for 43 phones not being able to have, you know, uh, function functionality with WhatsApp, mm -hmm. that is a big thing. Now, over the last few months, months, WhatsApp has been rolling out an array of new features such as joinable calls, disappearing messages, and even stickers. But on November 1st, however, mm -hmm. the social media app will not be available to a large number of older smartphone models, specifically those with an operating system equal or lower than iOS 9 for iPhone and equal or less than Android 4.0.3. Now, Omnia, I do believe it is pretty fair because yeah. iOS 9, that is pretty old. I mean, I don't, I don't know. even know how phones are functioning with iOS 9. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know iOS. I don't know Android 4.0. Yeah. I don't know which models are that. But with iOS, we're talking about what? iPhone 4s? Probably. I mean, again, uh, those are horrible operating systems when in comparison to iOS 15, which we are now, or we, we, we will be yeah. getting now. And, you know, fair enough, because WhatsApp is creating so many or bringing out so many new features. You can't you enjoy need, them on these phones. You need, you need a phone that will be, you know, capable of handling such software. Absolutely. And that's exactly why... WhatsApp, uh, they're recommending all of us as users to opt for Android phones that are running uh, OS 4.1 or higher and iPhones that run iOS 10 and higher if you want to enjoy the full experience of using WhatsApp. So to be more specific on which devices are affected by this change, we're talking about <laughs> yeah, the iPhone SE the iPhone 6S and the 6S Plus. For Samsung, they've got a couple of phones. We're talking Galaxy Trend 2, Galaxy S2, Samsung Galaxy Trend Lite, Galaxy S3 Mini, Galaxy Ace 2, Galaxy X Cover 2, and Galaxy Core. So For many L galaxies. So many. And we talk about them being the first on the list when it comes to the smartphone industry. Of course, they would be. LG, there's a couple of phones as well couple. as Huawei. <laughs> More than a couple. Um, and Sony, some phones are also impacted. If you want to get the full list, you can find it online. You can even 
can find it on WhatsApp's uh, support page. They will list out exactly which phones will not have WhatsApp capabilities starting from the 1st of November. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, we're looking at WhatsApp trying to be, you know, that number one spot when it does come to instant messaging. Yep. And it has well achieved that. So, you know, it is, you know, fairly even or fairly given that they yep. want these phones to be up to date with their softwares or their or their iOS uh, their operating system so you can enjoy the full capabilities of such apps now i'm not a big fan of iphone uh, of whatsapp mm, right omnia yeah. is a big fan <laughs> Omnia, uh, Omnia, Omnia loves WhatsApp. Not a big, honestly, no. It, sometimes use, I feel like I think it's the only instant messaging app you use to connect with people. Probably, yeah. Especially yeah. like whether work, whether personal, whether class, you name it. But sometimes yeah. a person feels like shutting off WhatsApp altogether. Let us know if you're like Omnia four two one five Durat or on our Instagram at Pulse ninety five Radio, and let us know if you're on the list of outdated phones for WhatsApp. Taking a short break, but when we come back, we got a lot in store for you. This is Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse I've got one more purchase for you, honey. <laughs> Deep breathe. I keep bullying you about your Amazon habits. Honestly, though, I feel like I might be worse. Really? And I just don't say. I think, I think Omni, to be fair enough, I haven't been purchasing anything off Amazon for around a month. And a half now. Okay. I haven't bought anything off, off Amazon, which is sure? which isn't an essential. For example, vitamins in my vitamins, okay. right? Okay. We're talking about normal purchases, mm. you know, like things that you know that I don't need. It's been a while. Okay, I'm glad because now they've actually launched a new. They have a new Amazon branded TV that Amazon is pitching for all of its I users. I don't watch TV. You don't watch TV. Yeah, Netflix even, on on my laptop or on my phone. You know, even even when. The TV is right there. I'd still open it on my laptop. I don't know if it's laziness or what it is, but it's just, it's easier. I I mean, I mean, I feel like TVs kind of curate for the older generation in a way, you know? Even smart TVs, like, yes. Is your your family big on Shahid? Oh, no. No, really? Just Ramadan. That's it, honestly. Mm, My family's very big on Shahid. So they need the TV. They they need the TV. (laughs) My dad is, uh, you know, he's a very avid watcher of the television. (laughs) Well, their new launch is actually involving different teams from Amazon devices and Lab 126, which they've been working on this TV for about two years now. And they're very, very excited to launch this TV that is actually powered by their very well-famous voice-powered Alexa. So she's actually going to be working through the TV. Imagine just telling Alexa, please open Netflix, and she'll open Netflix for you. <laughs> you think th- you think that will be available, Omnia? Open Amazon Prime. Mm. See, this is what I was coming to you. I mean, I think it's more of a you know, it's a that's bid. gonna be disappointing though. Yeah, it's a bit to promote their Prime. True. And you know, we do know that Apple has their own TV. Yep. Right. And I do believe that Amazon wants to jump into that mm. that area of hey, we have our TVs too. True. Because again, we're looking at how even Amazon is not just an e-commerce platform yeah it we, we saw a jump in the space sector we saw a jump in the obviously they've already been very uh, you know well informed in the books even smart watches mm-hmm. you know the, uh, the fitness watches the fitness yeah. watches the voice assistant True. Uh, so you know I'm trying to think about how they're trying to jump in the TV because Omnia, you and I know that Amazon Prime didn't kind of blow up as yeah. it did. And, you know, you pay, it's, it's a very small fee mm. in consideration of what you get with it. 
because you get Amazon Prime when you're buying off Amazon, and at the same time, you get uh, the TV, TV which is around 16 yeah. dirhams. It's not bad. If you, if you look at it, though, honestly, I mean, I've checked it out a couple of times myself. You have you have Prime, though, right? Yes, okay, but so I don't. Yeah. yeah, but I don't really open their their channels. When you look at it, it's it's not like it's nothing new. Mm, it's and, nothing added. And, and believe it or not, only they don't always have subtitles in Arabic. True. Which you know is a big turnoff for a lot of people because especially in this part of the in world. In this region, yes. Yeah. So I don't know. I I feel like it's a good trial. But we've got to wait until October when it's going to be launched. It's actually going to be launched in October in the U.S. only. We're looking at the rest of the world in the coming months. Yeah. But, you know. I'm I mean, ex- in India just last year. Yeah, it did. So, you, you know, you know, Omnia, again, mm-hmm. this just goes, you know, when we keep talking about, uh, you know, the launch of new platforms, the launch of new features. It's always India that gets it first. True. And it's just because they of have how a big, big population. Fan base. <laughs> yeah, and, and the big population. True. I think they're like one point something billion people. So when you have such a huge demographic trying out new things. And all you know, the entertainment, honestly, most of the entertainment comes from India. Bollywood movies, funny videos, you name it. T- again, I'm going to keep bringing this up. TikTok blew up because of the Indian community. True. <laughs> you know, they, <laughs> they, 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 they incorporated their Bollywood comedy. Into, into TikTok, it, yeah. and you know TikTok blew up, but unfortunately it did get banned. Uh, Sadly, <laughs> later later that year. But again, I mean, Amazon TV being launched in October, it will be only for America or for the U.S. as of now. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm just I, I I don't think that a lot of people will get their hands on it, hmm. right? I don't think that it's that attractive. True, like I get it. It's going to have Alexa. It's interesting. But at the same time, I'm not sure if it's so much of a winning point that people would actually spend money yeah. for the Amazon. Because it's a receiver, right? Yeah. It's, if When we're talking about receivers, Apple TV, it curates for a lot of good things. You can connect your iPhone mm-hmm. to it. You can connect your Mac uh, appliances to it. You can do a lot on the Apple TV. You can connect to servers, yeah. right? And download movies that, Ooh. yeah, you can connect that to servers. That are not ser- on the platform. That are not on the platform. That's so nice. And I remember back in 2016, a Medjus I used to sit at, yeah. right? They had Apple TV. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. And you know, Apple TV even has games on it. And you can play True. Apple Arcade on it. So there's a lot of things that come with Apple TV. It's part of the ecosystem. Yeah. So it's not hard for them to embed it within everything. But with... With Amazon. What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Am Alexa, can you look for new toilet paper? Right? There's not a lot you can do. I don't True. think it's very attractive, but knowing Amazon, they'll yeah. probably bring out a feature that will make, uh, you know, us fish bite at it. <laughs> Let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215, do it at on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. We're taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking about someone who we've been talking about for the past three months now because they keep bringing out weird stuff. <laughs> the Twitters, the tweeters. I feel like every couple of days we've got new updates about Twitter. Yeah, Omni, Omni is a big fan on Twitter and big, all the shenanigans of course. that they do. But ladies and gentlemen, we're going to leave you in Wanderlust by Danny Aridi. Is it Danny Aridi or Aradi? I've gotten no clue. I'm the worst person to ask about that. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Oh, brother, not again. (laughs) You guys are talking about it again? We're talking about Twitter, ladies and gentlemen, and how they're using new privacy tools to give users more control over their followers. I have a question before we dig deeper into the story. Go for it. If I gave you the chance to pick one feature, 
one thing that you could do to control or to find out something about your followers on Twitter? Not that, you know, mm. not necessarily if you're like a public or private. If public and private accounts don't matter. What is one thing that you wish you had more control over when it comes to the followers that you have? Mm. Maybe how many people view each tweet? Mm. Mm. Okay, you so know? like a scene option on the tweet. A scene option on the tweet or, you know, but Twitter already does kind of give that with analytics. Okay. But it's more of how many people interacted with your tweet other okay. than scene Mm-hmm. But I mean, as sometimes I do want to know how many people are reading my tweets. Mm. But uh, so I, the silent readers. Yeah, the silent readers. I mean, like- I don't. I mean, I do get quite a lot of interaction on my tweets. But again, it has to be a tweet that a lot of people can relate to. Yeah. But I mean, with Twitter right now, mm. they're trying to include the ability to automatically hide old tweets after a predetermined amount of time. So, you know, Mm. Twitter is planning to test new privacy features aimed at giving users better control over their followers and who can see their tweets and likes. And I think it's kind of to combat that. Is this you? Hmm? Do you know that this you? What? You don't know that you don't know that 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 trend where no. someone. So let's say, for example, Omnia. All of a sudden, guys, I'm looking at my case telling me this you. Yeah. So. There's a trend on Twitter or kind of it's very problematic. Oh, that's probably why I don't know about yes. it. I'm not on Twitter. So let's say, for example, Omni, you tweet, I don't like apples. Okay. And I go and I find a tweet from 2014 that oh, says... Oh, I like apples. I love apples are the best. And, and I'll screenshot it and quote retweet it with, is this you? <laughs> right? And a lot of people... And, you know, I'm not uh, talking about something simple as apples. Yeah. A lot of controversial stuff to True. talk about. And a lot of people, you know, got in trouble and a lot of people got canceled for such oh. sayings, you know? And I remember a lot of people when it did come to, you know, the woke mm. trend, right? A lot of people say, say, for example, they'll say something that is woke. And, you know, someone would dig up a tweet that them, you know, being hypocritical or, you know, uh, you know, saying whatever they said, denying whatever they oh else God. said. Right? I can't say exactly word for word because uh, very controversial yeah. topics. And they'll be like, hey, is this you? Didn't Man. you say in 2014 you hated apples? My God. Right? The receipts you have the on receipts. Twitter. And, you know, it's caused a lot of problems for even Rihanna, mm. Kanye West, Drake, uh, a lot of famous people. Because we do know in 2011, Kanye West, who was Kanye West? Mm. Who was who was Drake? Who was Soulja Boy? True. Who were all these people? And they would tweet random stuff. And Twitter was the place to tweet random stuff. And they always, thoughts. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, they're like, "Hey, is this you?" Now so Twitter wants to, to remove you. that. <laughs> True. Um, these features are actually coming sooner than we think. So, early next week, you may just be getting lots of new privacy features on your platform. And it's not, as I've mentioned, these features are not just coming for people with public accounts or with a certain number of followers. They're coming for anyone and everyone who just has a Twitter account. So, to basically understand how it's going to be working, first off. They're going to give you more control over your follower list, but also they're going to give you the chance to see, to find out who can see your tweets and your likes. So they do understand that with Twitter, a lot of people feel like it's a one size fits all when it comes to privacy and they want to give us more control over it. So they are suggesting that first off, they want to encrypt direct messages, which I'm wondering why they haven't done that long time ago. Uh, They also are testing features where you can automatically hide old tweets, just like you mentioned, for a predetermined amount of time. It's not the same as having tweets kind of auto-delete, but it is a step in the right direction. They're also planning to give Twitter account holders the ability to remove specific followers. So 
as a user right now you do have the option to let's say block someone uh, and then you can immediately unblock a followers account um, but this opportunity will only allow this person to basically pick a group of people or pick a subset of people that you don't want at all to view your account whatsoever yeah again i mean uh i personally like viewing my old tweets my personal old tweets yeah. because i can see what kind of mindset i was True. at the time and you know believe it or not on september 1st 2020 mm. Uh, I was in a different mindset and I looked back at it because mm. on September 1st, 2021, it was my birthday. Yep. And I looked at it and alhamdulillah, I was, on a be- I was in a better mind place I am now. And back in 2020, I was in a horrible mind place. Mm. So, you know, it's nice to kind of, you know, Look compare back. yourself yeah. to wh- wh- who you were at that time. Especially when it's, you know, uh, milestones or, you know, a certain date of achievement. For me, it was uh, considered my birthday. It was a, a achievement. I was growing older. So, I mean, for me, I like it. Maybe I might hide tweets for other people that mm. I don't want them to see it. Or in general, get just keep that viewing option for me myself. Because, you know, sometimes you don't want old tweets to resurface. True. Especially if you're a, problem- yeah, you a problematic person True. back in the day. But, I mean, for me, I think it's a great, you know, option because some people tweet crazy stuff. True. You know? <laughs> but uh, for me, I don't. I try to tweet not crazy stuff I don't like to get I don't like to have problems on Twitter because people on Twitter have no chill it's like a footprint you know you, yeah. you always you, it's on the internet forever yeah exactly let us know your guys thoughts 4215 or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio but ladies and gentlemen this does conclude Future Talk for today hope you guys had a great time but great only, Sunday. A great Sunday. <laughs> I mean, is the weather is, you know, a little bit windy today. Yeah, it's starting to cool down, which I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like winter finally. is finally... I can smell winter Sorry, far, far autumn. away. Sorry, uh, Come on. Yeah. <laughs> We've got two we seasons. Do, we don't have autumn. We've got two seasons right here in the UAE. Mm-hmm. Summer and winter. That's it. Yes, I mean, Omni and I do now have to jump in our oh, spaceship. Oh, we've got Munchen Danny. Vikas season? Yeah, he says we have four seasons. Are you sure we're talking about right here in the UAE? We have hot, extra hot. Extremely hot, extremely hot and winter. And winter. <laughs> Let us know you guys' thoughts. But ladies and gentlemen, this does conclude us for today. Omni and I are going to be jumping in that spaceship and going all the way to space. But we'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place, only here on Pulse. 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.